Hi, everybody. My name's Jess Wood. Welcome to Get Wood. How do you do? It's your favorite thing to do on whenever it gets published, usually a Tuesday. Hello, it's Jess, your pal Jess. What a week. I'll tell you what. Obviously, it was a bit trying. If you can see me right now, if you're watching the video of this show, you see that there is a purple-haired lady in front of you right now instead of a blonde-haired lady from last week. So usually when I'm going through a little bit of stressing, I change the dressing. You know what I'm saying, babies? I just cannot, especially with the blonde, you know, my mom, my mom hated white people, especially blondes. She was like, oh, they're so creepy. And I'd always say, you mean us? <sighs> so I have a love hate with the old blonde so i put in the perps you know i have it in my cupboard i have a slew of hair dye in my cupboard i know it's riveting conversation that i'm giving you right now but just to catch you up with what i've been going through it has been so stressful and look i feel like there's going to be some first world problems that you guys are gonna be like listen jess if you can't get it together from that then we can't help you but here's the thing listen hear me out friends uh all right I have been, and I haven't been putting it on y'all because I felt like it's, mm, it's not my favorite thing to admit, the anxiety that I get, the insane panic attacks that I have sometimes where it makes me barf and have headaches. And I just, I thought that that was what was going on. I thought that I was having major panic attacks, every night panic attacks, all the time anxiety attacks, and it wasn't. I actually got home one night. Well, I wasn't able to sleep more than a couple hours in the in the night. I was getting up every couple hours and barfing. And I'm like, wait a second. I'm not that anxious. I mean, I am anxious, but I also, I do writing. I do meditation. I exercise. I do all these things to, to really <laughs> help kind of calm the, the whole situation. So... Uh, one night this weekend, I came home after being out all day, and my house, my apartment, pardon me, my one-bedroom apartment, smelled like raw sewage. Do you know when you leave like a vegetable or a fruit in the trash too long, and it's that smell that you're like, oh my God, is there another human being being made in my trash, out of my trash? Because it was so intense, this smell of sewage, what I thought. So I run around the apartment and I'm looking through all my trash and, and there's no trash. I mean, I'm, <laughs> if you don't know me, I'm a little anally, uh, not in a good way. I'm a little anal in terms of like uh, cleanliness, a lot of vacuuming. I do a lot of dishes. I don't like any dishes in the thing. So it's a little uptight. I'm a little uptight with my cleanliness, but that's just to tell you because this apartment was stank, stank, stankola, stank, stank mania. Anyway, I go into the bedroom, my bedroom, and it smells even worse in the bedroom. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And then I open the closet and I'm almost knocked down from the stench of mold and mildew and spores. Oh, spores. How do you do? It was nasty it was nasty and it but it was enlightening because i was like oh 
this is what's been poisoning me every single night. Now in uh, New Mexico, they get monsoon season and we've been having some heavy rains and for the last couple months. And since the months, or like a month or so, and since the rains have started here, I have become sickly, like sickly. And I was like, why am I sickly from the rain? I'm not, a, I'm not allergic to rain, I'm a fine person. Well, friends, mold has been growing in my ceiling of my bedroom and just permeating itself onto me every night while I was asleep. Now that freaked me right out. So I just fucking, I did like a, ah, and I emergency removed everything from the closet and, and took and blew up the air mattress in the living room and just decided to try to sleep in the living room because obviously I was getting poisoned, slowly poisoned by the mold growing in my bedroom closet. So uh, I, um, I move out to the living room and I put up a blow up mattress and fucking sleep through the night. Yeah. I slept through the night. I didn't have any headaches. I didn't barf this whole week. I've been like, oh my God, I'm actually sleeping through the night and I'm not barfing and having headaches. Yeah. Cause you're not being slowly poisoned by mold. So, uh, I comp- obviously I complained to the place and I was like, listen, I got to go cause that's poison and I'm going to die here. And I don't want to die in a one bedroom apartment in Albuquerque. Not that I'm shaming anyone who dies in a one bedroom apartment in Albuquerque. And guess what? There are a lot of people that die in one bedroom apartments in Albuquerque. So I just don't want to be part of that statistic. And then I'm looking up all kinds of things for the laws of the, of the mold, because in Los Angeles and New York, where I have only ever lived, they get really serious about that shit. I mean, it is fucking serious because it can poison you and you can die from mold inhalation, living in mold, mold poisoning you slowly from the inside out. That's how it was happening with me. And I was blaming myself. Can you stand it, folks? Can you stand it, my lovers? Why is it that when anything goes badly, we decide to blame ourselves? Why, why, why? I mean, not everyone does it, but I know those of us who are traumatized and never had our needs met are thinking, oh, I'm barfing. It must be my fault. It must be, what did I do? What did I do to this apartment that I'm barfing? No, let's not blame ourselves anymore, friends. Let's blame the fucking structures and what's going on around us. Because fucking A, these motherfuckers. <laughs> so, yes, the mold. Okay, let me tell you something about the mold, baby. My friend, my best friend, Baron, God bless him. I fucking love him so much. My Baron, my baby, I miss him so much. He got mold uh, in his apartment. He had mold in his apartment. And he got Bell's palsy, like a like where your face freezes, like a paralyzation of your face on one side. Good grief, folks. We got to get the fuck out of here. So I, um, I had been planning a trip to New York City, just a trip, like 10 day trip, go and say hi to the friends, go and see my family and um, the beach and Coney Island and stuff. But now, now I'm, I'm selling everything. I'm selling everything. I'm leaving the state. I'm, I'm going, I, I got to get out of here. This medically, this is a, this is a situation. And so I've been talking to them about it and they're like, <laughs> they are so fucking shady here. Can I just tell you, if any of you have any, uh, advice or like a friend who's a lawyer or you're a lawyer and you'd like to give me some advice, here's the thing. When I moved in here, it was October, 2020. I signed a six month lease. 
that meant it was up in April 2021. Thank you for sitting with me on this riveting uh, story of the lease. But here's the thing, April 2021. Then I didn't sign anything else until January just of 2022 when they wanted to re- uh, uh, they wanted to up the rent. And so they wanted me to sign something. So I was like, okay, but here's the shade. Ready kids? They only, okay. So I was like, well, I'd, I'd love to do six months again. And they were like, no, you can't do six months. And I was like, well, why? And they were like, well, if you want to go month to month on the lease, it's going to be a hundred dollars extra every month. What? what? Wait, I should have just had the lease roll over in April, 2021 and just been six months till the next one. And then, you know what I mean, you guys? So it's Shadester City because they made, so there's no way you could, there's no way you could leave. There's no way you could get a six month. There's no way you could do a month to month unless they fucking charge you an extra hundred dollars on top of already raising the rent in January. So I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I went back and looked at my paperwork and they were like, yeah, you're going to have to pay the full month of August if you're leaving August 16th, but you're also going to have to pay an $800. <laughs> you see my face? This is me saying no. Uh, this is me saying no. This is me saying suck my clitoris. You know what I'm saying, peoples? Peoples, what in the world? So I'm not, I'm not. I'm not, I'm not. It's mold, y'all. It's mold. And guess what? Would a bitch who had a one bedroom apartment want to live like a bitch who lived in a studio apartment? I don't think so. Why the fuck would I want to stay in a one bedroom apartment when I can't even sleep in that bedroom? You know, I got my boy coming over again. He's going to want to fuck again. And we're going to have to pull the mattress over here into the living room, do it on the air mattress. That's uncomfortable fucking on the air mattress. Come on, y'all. So <clears throat> there's a little bit of an uptightness happening with me and the management. And you know what else? Let me tell you something. I'm talk a little shit about this fucking chick that lives next door. And she's one of the people in the office. And she is. <laughs> That's right. I'm hating on a bitch. Let me hate on a bitch real quick. Okay. It's this white lady. And she always wears like Christ and loves you. You know, I'm a Jew and I don't want to see any of that. Also, I'm a witch and she is freaked the fuck out by me. It's so fantastic, y'all. Let me just tell you about the Halloween real quick. I was wearing my witchy hat because, you know, I wear it even when it's not Halloween. I have my big witch hat on. And I was like, hey, girl, what's up? And she's like, oh, hi. Oh, Whoa, she like wouldn't even get near me. As if anything that I would put on her, like a touch or a bit ah, like it would burn, like like holy water on a on a devil person. I don't even know. I don't even know. Okay? They're military people. It's all these things that I am not down with. Anyway, she came in here yesterday and she wants like fake smile at me. Jessica, don't worry. It's just gonna be eight hundred dollars for you to leave here. And I was like, no. Nope. I'll tell you right to your face. No, this is not going to happen. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Albuquerque. Hmm? Hmm? I have dealt with New York City. I have dealt with Los Angeles. I am not about to fucking get all freaked out about y'all. I'm sorry. I don't mean to talk down to you, but you small, you're smaller and you're in the wrong. All this paperwork that I have, I keep my shit. Anal Annie is my nickname. Not in a good way, as I told you. Anyway, hey, you guys, that's enough of that. Did you go to 7-Eleven yesterday? <laughs> 
Did you go to 7-Eleven yesterday and get your fl- free Slurpee on? <clears throat> free Slurpee 711. Now here's the problem. Here, okay, it's just a complaining day. I don't give a shit. You guys actually love it when I complain, so here we go. 7-Eleven, it used to be all day. On July 11th, 7-Eleven, you could go to, to 7-Eleven and get a free Slurpee. Any time, any store, any place. You get your goddamn Slurpee on, okay? Because they were like, we're 7-Eleven. We're giving you a free Slurpee. This is our love back to you. Y'all love us so much. Here you go. Boom. I was so excited. Okay. Now, when I was with the Pirate in LA, we went to 7-Eleven one of the years we were together. And these motherfuckers want to tell us, no, it's only from 11 a.m. till 7 p.m. Motherfucker, that's not even correct. Is it a dyslexic management in 7-Eleven? Because it's 7-Eleven. So at least it could be from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. I mean, come on. If you don't want to give us the, the free Slurpees in the middle of the night, all right, I get it. Maybe you won't like the crowd that comes in between 11 p.m. and 7 a.m. the next. But, I, but give us more time. You're giving us 11 a.m. to 7 p.m. I just don't like it. It's not enough time. And when we got there, it was over. It was over. We were there at like 8 o'clock at night. And they were like, oh, it's over. And we're like, what in the fuck? And this is like rioting. (laughs) Shit is worse than mold. Let me get my Slurpee. Free Slurpee. It's water. with It's ice with sugar on it. I got the frozen Coca-Cola. I got the frozen Coca-Cola. Yeah, they want to do it when everybody's at work. Exactly. Everybody's trying to fucking scam and swindle and get more money off of us. You know what? Suck my dick, everybody, because guess what? We're still in a fucking pandemic. Like when I was leaving Los Angeles and I was leaving my apartment over there, they were like, okay, we're going to need you to pay the last of the run, the month, the thing. And I was like, no, I gave you a deposit for one month's rent. I'm living out that deposit. Motherfuckers haven't even been paying rent for three years. The moratorium on evictions just ended in New Mexico in August. Like, I can't, it's, I, everybody's got to calm the goddamn down with the greed and shit. Yeah, right? All right, so I had a little bit of, I felt a little greedy this week. I will say I felt a little greedy this week. Okay, I was able to go and clean in the art house. This is not why I felt guilty, but I felt this is the presence of ghosts. Okay, you guys ready? I know I talked about this last week, but this week I was able, um, I was cleaning by myself. It was fantastic. But um, we had some guests who came in and only lasted a few hours at the Airbnb. The, the art house, aka the haunted swinger sex palace murder rooms, uh, um, it's an Airbnb. So people come and they rent and they have parties and they spend the night and they bring their friends or whatever the fuck they do. Well, some people, I found some KY uh, boxes, KY and what were the, it was KY jelly boxes or KY, you know, the lube. And then there were crackers, like Ritz crackers. So it was like Ritz crackers and, and, and butt sex. You know, I was really excited to, to see that these folks were doing it. It looked like they ate all the Ritz crackers in front of this one painting that's very psychedelic and looks like um, an acid trip. So anyway, these guests come and they, and they check in and then 
they fucking request to leave. And I'm like, oh shit. It, they were requesting to leave because I bet those spirits were coming in and being like, slam doors, turn off your music. Cause you know, they're so funny. These spirits in that house, these ghastly, ghostly pervs, they just love to turn off my music when I'm playing my music. And you know what it is that they turn it. It's very funny when the songs are turned off, all the Michael Jackson gets turned off. And I'm like, you know what, spirits? You motherfuckers killed a lady in here. No doubt there was a murder on accident with the choking situations. And now you're not going to let me listen to Michael Jackson in the house? God, man, what about R. Kelly? Step in the name of love. You know, I talked about him last week. Anyway, they these guests checked out after three hours of being in the house. Only three hours of being in this fucking house. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, because they felt it, right? They felt like, get out, (laughs) you know? Why is Arnold Schwarzenegger a ghost? Um, It was so intense. So my coworker uh, sends me a note, and she's like, hey, the guests checked out. LOL. And I said, why? The ghost? Did the ghost get up? And she said, I don't know. LOL. Let me check it out. LOL. First of all, I'm not an LOLer. I'm a ha ha ha. Okay. I don't think we're all laughing out loud. I'm like, ha, ha, You know what I mean? I think that's more realistic than, ha, <laughs> You know, so anyway, um, they left. So we inquired and they left because, ready for it, friends? They left because of inappropriate art and sacrilegious art. Oh, suck my dick. Are you serious? There's not even, and we went around and we were looking for the sacrilegious inappropriate art. They're not, there aren't even like big old, you know, pussy, like there's nothing. It's, I think there's a sign that says nude. Like there's a sign, a painting that says nude. Are you out of your fucking minds, people? And you know what? Yeah, clear out of there. You're about to get possessed. (laughs) You're assholes. So I really can't. I just can't with these people. So the next time we were over there cleaning, which was just, I think, on Saturday, we went in there and we were like, let's look for the inappropriate and sacrilegious. Give us a goddamn break. I said, goddamn, that's right, bish. So we went around and we were looking for shit. And I was like, well, maybe because the murder room has all those Marys in it. Marys in the murder room might have fucked him up a little bit. I don't know. Maybe they were just like, "Ah, I feel something horrible in here. Even though there's all these Marys that are not inappropriately placed. There's no Mary like sucking a Jesus dick, you know, like sculptures like that. There's nothing like that. I would have looked, I would have found, I looked, I would have found these things. And let me tell you something. If there was a Mary statue sucking a Jesus statue off, I would say God bless. You know what I mean? Incest, it happens. Perversion, it's here. We have the worst reputation and we try to act like we're so puritanical. Save the kids. No, you don't give a shit about the kids. You think you give a shit about the fetus and then they're born and you're like, fuck you. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? I love you guys. Uh, listen, I had the moistest uh, day on Saturday (laughs) after I went and cleaned and got a load of the sacrilegious, sexual, whatever, inappropriate bullshit. None. None. I'll send you a photo. I'll put a few pictures in the the thing. So 
after that, I was so excited because the Tattoo Fiesta is here this uh, last weekend. It was here. The the New Mexico Tattoo Fiesta, eh? Oh, my God, eh? You got to go there, Holmes. It's fucking like everybody is there. And it's just like stupid fucking crazy, eh? Like every vendor, every vendor is like a tattoo artist. I was drooling i was drooling like a like a woman who has a brain injury i drooled throughout the entirety of that visit to the isleta casino isleta casino and you and we walked through i went with sarah myers thank you sarah myers for taking me with you she had some free passes from her boyfriend thank you tai tai and um sarah and i walked through the casino which i have to tell you guys it's the casinos are banging they're jumping there's it was crowded crowded maskless crowded casinos everybody's like yeah come on come on come on and i just thought really fucking wild i don't know why but i'm not you know it's because i never go to casinos when do i go to a casino for christ's sakes so we walk through the casino and we get to the tattoo fiesta and we walk in the tattoo fiesta and i am immediately just dripping from the vagina it was <sighs> Oh my God. Okay. Yes. The weather is hot here, but it was much hotter in this convention center. Walking aisle after aisle after aisle of just hot men with shirts off, shirts on, tank tops, tank tops, tanks off. <laughs> um, the sound of, and any of you who are also tattoo people, which I think a lot of you are, I'm looking in the little thing here, the chatters, the sound. Oh my God. I love the sound. The smell, the A&D ointment. Oh, it's just so and then there's these dudes and it's like every kind of dude that you could ever imagine like what kind of dude do you like they had one there for you if you like a lanky nerdy glasses white guy with like funny uh cartoons you know no regrets uh he was there there if you enjoy a dad looking man like a, a belly and a, a kind of gruff guy maybe in his 50s he was there now it, i oh god <laughs> it was like embarrassing for my poor friend i mean i was i don't it wasn't horribly embarrassing, but I was pretty like, oh my God, you know, I, I couldn't hold back my, ha, when I would see people. Plus, everyone here is, you know, beautiful native Mexican, just gorgeous men and, oh my God. And I was wearing a dress. I wore a dress, you guys. I wore a dress to the tattoo fiesta because I was like, you know what? I'm, I'm going to the fiesta and I'm going to look like a lady. And uh, I mean, I had my titties out, which, you know, you got to get your titties out at the tattoo fiesta. But again, with the New Mexico uh, fellers, just not a lot of uh, interaction, unfortunately. Not a lot of interaction. They're kind of like, what's up? What's up? I think the chicks here are very intense. Like they are like, hey, fool, we're going to make out tonight. Okay, so just come over here, hey, stupid. And they're like, okay. And I I really feel like that. So I'm not uh, from ye old grab them by the balls uh, I, I i mean i i'm trying i no i'm not i'm not trying i'm i'm over here if you guys want to talk to me hi guys i'm over here and it doesn't seem to work they're like oh they're they're she's kind of interesting eh? but she's over there um the 
fantastic and stupendous and amazing Dry Heat Comedy Club. I must give a big shout out to for having me for three shows back to back on Friday, along with a bunch of other wonderful, hilarious people during Art Walk. Oh my goodness. It was outrageous. It, we could see the, the vendors at Art Walk and then we could have people come in and, and hang out in the air conditioned, amazing. I just, I am so grateful to have this club and these gals and this community of comedy uh, folks here. It's just amazing. And to be able to headline three shows in one night is really spectacular for me. And, you know, I, I have no, um, I have no fantasy about being again, a small fish when I go back to NYC, because that's, just how it's going to be. And you know what? You got to check your ego, folks. We got to check our egos all the time. I mean, I feel like checking your ego uh, with codependency is really important. Like, oh man, how come I can't save them? Because you can't, because it's up to them. And then also checking yourself for, you know, uh, not, uh, not being too full of yourself. Like, well, I just headlined all these shows here. I should be headlining shows there. And yes, of course I should, but I cannot have expectations. You know what expectations? Just bum you the fuck out when things don't come like you thought maybe they would. Also trying not to live in the future, future fucking tripping. Yo, I future trip all the time. I'm like, and then I'll be in New York and then I'll be in the, and then, and then, and then. Well, Let's just try to ground ourselves here, folks. When I got the whole mold and the thing and the $800 yesterday, I was flipped out. I cried. Oh, I cried. Yeah, of course. It's a fucking hell of a shit. Financials, when you have no financials coming in, is a cry-cry time. So I cried and I cried. And then I was like, you know what, Jess? What would you like to do? Maybe you go to the park. And I did. I took myself. I got up. I, I walked to the park next door. And I just walked around a little bit until there was a strange man in there who was kind of the only other person in there. And I was like, Hello. okay, goodbye, park. And strange man. And But I did feel better. I did. I put my feet in the grass. And I twinkled my toes around a little bit. And I really, really recommend, I really, really recommend putting your toes in the, the, the sand or the grass or the water of some sort and just getting yourself back into the moment. Because fuck, man, there is a lot of shit going on right now, you know, between all of our rights being taken and us being, you know, us as well as others, uh, our LGBTQ plus family, our, our people uh, who are non-white family, our, you know, everyone's getting so much shit right now. And we're not out of the woods. It's really weird. So I just, I know, like I think Gandhi talked about it. If we're just good to uh, each other in, in where we are here, like, you know, everybody, all the good ones talked about Buddha and Gandhi and all these fuckers, uh, Jesus. Uh, you know, these fuckers that are like really smart about philosophy and like humans and just practicing being the calmest, most present, breathing, drinking water, eating enough food person so that I don't flip out on the people who are coming around me or the things that happen to 
come up in this life because life is fucking crazy and it's always filled with like potholes and then cute little mountains that we get to we get to climb but you know it's all it's all worth it and it's all here for the taking but it's our reaction to everything around us the only thing that can really be dealt with everything else is just going to keep happening and i know it's kind of a bummer thing to end on but really it's not because we have the power to make whatever we want to make happen happen you know we have the power we don't have to we don't have to bow down to these bullshit ideas about what we're supposed to be or how far we're supposed to have been by now or what the meaning of success is there are all these things that we really got brainwashed with a lot whether it's from our family or society or all this shit pull yourself up by your bootstraps you know all that bullshit just fucking be healthy and be calm and be kind. I know I kind of preach the same thing every week, but you know what? I used to go to the best Buddhist uh, practitioner. We would uh, study Buddhism every uh, week and do a meditation guided. And let me tell you something. He said it all the time. He's like, look, the Buddha really just talked about the same precepts, you know, right thought, right action, right? You know, so we can keep it that simple. It's just that we've we funk it all up with all of like extra bullshit that we think we're so important or we think we're not important enough. It's, uh, it's a lot, babies. That's why I'm so here. I'm so here that I'm happy for you. I'm so happy that I'm here for you <laughs> and myself. Because listen, like I said yesterday, very, very hard, very challenging. Today, it's a different day. I don't have to carry all that yuck shit with me every day, all day, to every moment that I have. I can have a hard moment and then I can have a great moment. We all are worthy of great moments and of sitting and and mourning the sad ones. It's okay. We human, babies. We human and we fucked up. And you know, our minds are like pre-programmed to go to negativity. That's how come we have to fucking fight it so hard. I know. What in the world? Listen, it's been a preachy goddamn show. I hope that you enjoyed it so much. Here's a couple of things that I learned this week that I thought was a duality. Thank you, Tutu. Thank you, Tutu. I uh, I think uh, my friend Sue Funk and my friend, my, my fairy godfather, Mr. Chuck Parker, have said these things to me in the past couple of weeks. And I must tell you what I found so fucking helpful. Okay, ready? Uh, Comparison is the thief of joy. Ah! Shut up. (laughs) Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah, fuck. Yeah. Mm. And uh, what was the other one? Oh, consistency is more important than perfection. Look at these. Yeah. All right. So I got a little self-happy at the end, but you know what? What's the matter with helping ourselves? That's what I always say. <laughs> Listen, if you uh, if you want to send me anything, any stories that you want me to talk about or anything that you have, any questions that you have that you'd like me to speak on, please hit me up at jessisratchet at gmail.com or you can always DM me here. There are uh, merchandises available still. Maybe a big sale coming up because of the move. I also have purses for sale on Instagram right now that I'm, I just love these goddamn purses and I hope somebody I love no- locally will take uh, them. Um, 
we, uh, we, me and my multiple personalities, we are so happy that you came today and we hope that you come many, many times this week. <laughs> I know it's a sex joke, but you know what? We have to have it at some point. We have to have sex jokes or what else am I doing here? Listen, uh, you can see me live this weekend. I'm very excited to say you can come see me live at the Guild Theater on Friday night, the 15th and you can, or Yes, Friday night the fifteenth, and then on Saturday night the sixteenth at a a weed show that I'm not really sure where it is, but I will put all the information on the Instagram. And then on the nineteenth, I'm doing Juno, which I will remind you about next Tuesday because uh, that'll be the day of. So uh, the Guild, the Weed, and the Juno. Oh, I'm very excited. And I'm even more excited that you all stopped by to say hi today. And I am so grateful for your time and your energy and your love and your likes. And please, won't you uh, share the show? It's free. The algorithm loves when you share my show and you tag me on it. Oh, the algorithm. Let's all suck the algorithm's dick. All right. Mm, That was rude. Okay. I love you guys so much. Thank you so much for hanging around. I will... um, I'll see you next Tuesday. (laughs) All right. I love you so much for listening. Be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Don't suck a dick you don't like. Don't lick a pussy you don't like. You know, I always have to say that because sometimes our codependency gets the best of us. We're like, I just want them to like us. Ah." Don't do it. They'll like you. You're so likable. Love you. Bye. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you.